Hey everyone, I'm Josh Brown, and you're listening to the Follow Your Soul Heart Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Josh Brown, and today we're talking about how to transition from being a freelancer to a full-time business owner. This is the question I get asked most often. I'm a freelancer, people say, but I wanna be running my own business full-time. How do I do it when I've got bills to pay, when I've got a family to take care of? And guess what, I relate. If you don't know my background, I left a stable job at a $100 million nonprofit and I left it to start my own company. The thing is, I made a ton of mistakes because I didn't know what kind of company I wanted to start. I just knew that I wanted to start something. I've been working freelance for years, but I never turned that freelance into a real legit opportunity except for one year. And in one year, I actually was doing Facebook pages at the time. They they used to allow on Facebook for you to code these brand pages, which would connect to an automated email system. And then you could essentially use it as a landing page directly on Facebook. Well, this was all great, but I decided to put all of my stock into some friends and we were gonna start a company that just did this and we were gonna leave our jobs and make millions. The problem was we didn't realize that a few months later, Facebook was gonna change their design and no longer allow this. (laughs) So one thing I learned right off the bat was stop putting your stock into other people. Whenever you invest in something, make sure it's your own thing or make sure it's something that you are comfortable with that return being completely zero. (laughs) I wasn't really comfortable with that. I invested in the wrong thing, the wrong business, the wrong friends at the time, and ultimately I failed. This was the low point of my freelance journey. Um, That was the same year though that I made $22,000 on the side while working in a nonprofit in freelancing. And so what it did is it gave me some perspective. And this is the first key. You have to have perspective if you want to transition from being a freelancer to a full-time business owner. What do I mean by this? Well, what I mean is in order to have the right perspective, you have to recognize how big and broad the opportunity is right in front of you. For me, I saw a very narrow window of opportunity, and when that window closed, I actually shut down for five or six months. I didn't do a whole lot. The next year, I only made $3,000. This was horrible. I didn't even get a website in that next year, and what the funny part about it is, the very next year was when I left to start my company. In fact, when I started my company, Soul Heart, I didn't make anything in freelancing that was sustainable. I had no savings. We probably would have lost our house in 90 days if nothing would have taken off. And ultimately, all that I had was this burden, but it was equipped with perspective. The second thing you've got to have really is that burden. We talked about in the last episode of the Follow Your Soul Heart podcast, and I talked about why burden matters. 
if you don't have a burden, and in this case, your burden needs to be running your own business, if you don't have that burden, don't do it. Don't step out. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Be who you are. Not everybody is called to step out from freelancing and run their own business. Many people are called to leave the world of freelancing and work for an agency doing what they want to do. Um, and somewhere that's a, maybe a better fit than their current place. Or maybe you're literally just supposed to do a few projects on the side and continue to work where you are. There's no shame in that game. There's none at all. But for me, I knew that I wanted more. I knew that I wanted more influence. I knew that I wanted more opportunity to make an impact in the world. And that began to stir up the burden inside of me because once you start this thing and once you leave the world of freelancing and you leave the world of a full-time job and you start a business of your own, you're going to have to have a burden to carry you through those days that you don't even want to get up because you don't have any work. <laughs> so always have the burden. So you've got to have perspective. You've got to have a burden. And the last thing that I'm going to tell you about today that you need if you're going to leave freelancing and start a full-time business and become a full-time business owner, you have to have skills. <laughs> this should be absolutely necessary and it should be a no-brainer. However, all day long, I'm around people that do not have skills. And when I say skills, there's three kinds of skills that I believe it takes in order to make it specifically in the digital world. The first one is communication. You have to be able to communicate. If you don't communicate fast, quick, well, and often, notice a few of those are the kind of the same thing. If you don't do that, then you're going to lose the chance to close deals. You're going to lose the chance to build trust with clients and build trust and rapport with potential, uh, potential clients down the road. And ultimately, those are the people that you need to be building trust with because they're going to give you as a recommendation to somebody else who's in favor, who needs a favor or who wants to know somebody that can do what you do. This is how a lot of your business comes early on in life, early on in the life of your business. The second thing, so the first thing was communication. The second thing that you have to have in terms of skills is tech skills. If you don't have tech skills, then you better have a lot of money because you're going to spend it on other people that have those skills. For me, I really do believe if you want to leave the life of freelancing behind, you've got to have tech skills. Now, you might say, well, I'm already working in code and design and graphics. I've got tech skills. I know how to use a computer. But that is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the skills to problem solve with technology. And by problem solve, I mean you might say that you have a niche, right? You might say that you are going to be the one person that people can go to in order to get a logo designed or in order to get a website developed. And that's totally fine. But 
in order to acquire the right clients, in order to make ends meet, you're going to have to do other things in there as well. This is what I call the grunt work. <laughs> the grunt work is simply that. It doesn't leave just because you started a business and if you're making a lot of money, you can hire out the grunt work, no problem. But most of the time, you're gonna wanna keep that in-house, in your own lap, until you've developed a system and a process for your own people that you've hired to be able to do exactly what you do in the way that you would have done it. This grunt work is such a huge key. I'm a big fan of communication. I'm a big fan of the right skills. And ultimately, I'm a big fan of being able to be quick on your feet. Now, this is a skill all on its own, but I believe it deserves its own category. So you're gonna have great communication, you're gonna develop great skills, but you've got to be quick on your feet if you wanna be successful as a business owner. This is the thing that I actually see is one of the biggest struggling points for most freelancers or up and comers. There, I actually have a lot of relationships with people that are maybe looking for mentorship or want to learn a little bit more about what I do, might not even be freelancing yet, but still wanna be an entrepreneur or a business owner someday. And what I've realized with a lot of these people is they spend all of their time, notice this, I'm saying spend, not invest, but they spend all of their time trying to formulate in their mind the perfect scenario for them to be successful. And what they're missing out on is the fact that they have to be quick on their feet. This was something I struggled with early on in my life. I wasn't quick on my feet. I wasn't witty. I didn't have any kind of comeback when somebody would make a joke about me or some type of insult as a kid. And so anytime that I did say something or think of something, it was always way after the fact. And then I'd go up to the person and say, hey, well, this is what I think, and it wouldn't come across good. It would be stupid, out of character, out of place, and I'd leave even more embarrassed. <laughs> that was my life, and it extended into the first parts of my career. In youth ministry, I just couldn't always find the little knack that I needed right at the nick of time in order to make people laugh and feel like I was in tune with what they were trying to say or do or what I needed to say or do to get their attention. It wasn't until I worked at the YMCA in Middle Tennessee. Uh, while I was there in Nashville, I had a boss who was a creative genius. To this day, he actually helps me out with some projects here and there, but he was a creative genius. And this boss, his name was David, could think on his feet. No matter what problem came through, no matter who showed up, CEOs of other companies, delegates from all around the world, or the janitor of the whole place, they'd walk in and David would have something to say that immediately engage that person and begin a relationship with them right away. It was awesome. It was awesome to sit under him and learn what it was that he did and just watch how he interacted with people. And the best part about it was David was a walking encyclopedia of pop culture knowledge. I, to this day, don't know music, don't know pop culture. I like all of it, but I don't know it. I don't remember lines of movies. You know, I don't even remember scenes sometime. And I'm still just not to that point 
of where I feel like I can be fully equipped and ready on my feet at all times. But David was always ready. David would have the one-liner. He'd have the obscure reference at just the right time. He'd be able to create brilliant marketing campaigns that we could never release in public because only a select few people would have gotten it. And it was awesome to watch that up close. But what David taught me over time of just rubbing shoulders with him and being able to glean off of his expertise was that I could still find other areas to be quick on my feet. And many times of the why we had to do that. Being in a nonprofit, we had a small team, a small marketing department, but we were in charge of a hundred million dollar organization and their marketing and our marketing budget was two or three million dollars. So when it was just uh, the two of us as a designer um, at the time, I had to really think through a lot of deeply challenging problems in a short amount of time, and David taught me how to do that. I watched him, and I learned, and I picked it up, so eventually I was able to be quick on my feet. So what does this have to do with you, and how do we tie all of this back in to transitioning from being just a freelancer to running a full-time business. Well, like I said, you've got to start with communication. You've got to have the right skills. You have to be quick on your feet because all of these things are going to go toward making you a highly successful business owner. When you're a freelancer, you may feel like you already have all this, and that's great. In fact, if it is true that you've already got all these skill sets and all these character traits, then I would encourage you to go ahead. It's time to make the jump. You might need some security, but guess what? There is no security. You might need some assurance, but guess what? No one's going to be there to hold your hand in the dark hours of business owning. (laughs) It doesn't happen, but I guarantee that you'll spend the rest of your life wondering what if, if you don't just say, you know what, why not? So step out, launch your thing, run your business, do whatever it is that you want to do well. If you're in the mode of, I'm still learning, I'm still growing, I'm still trying to sharpen the edge of the axe, then I would say that what you need is coaching. This was the missing link for me, moving from a freelancer to a business owner. I stepped out and asked somebody to teach me about leadership and business. And in fact, there were two different people. One person taught me about leadership, another person about business. And what I came to realize was everything was already inside of me. Everything was already planted inside of me. I just needed the right people to water with growth and words and encouragement and all the things that I needed so that I could begin to sprout into somebody who was going to be a successful business owner. People all around me, they saw it. They saw it in me. They could tell me all the time, you're going to be successful. You've really got that drive. You've got that knack. You never quit. And sometimes people will get angry about it. I had a guy yell at me once because I went above and beyond and ended up doing his job for him. Apparently, I didn't realize that I was. But um, ultimately, though, I really began to sense that something was stirring deep inside of me, that burden I was talking about, so that I could end up stepping out and running my business that I had always wanted to run. But in order to get there, I had to ask for help. That's the biggest key in all of this. If you can take one thing away today is ask for help. Go and find some coaching 
available to you right now. You know, somebody in your life that you trust or find someone online that you think does a really great job. And this is the subtle point where I'm going to plug my own stuff. I'm launching a next level coaching network where I'm going to unpack all of this. So if you are interested in that before it becomes live, go ahead and reach out to me. If you're on Instagram, hit me up, official Josh Brown. If you're on Twitter, hit me up at Josh Brown. And let's, let's talk, let's connect, let's figure out what it looks like to help you through the next phase of your journey in becoming a business owner. I really do think that all these truths and all these characteristics and just this general mentality can help you overcome the challenges, give you the right perspective, help you better yourself when it comes to communication and deepening your burden and having the skill sets that you need to be a highly, highly successful achiever and business owner. So that's how I would say that you need to be thinking about your transition from freelancing to a full-time business owner. I've done it. It's scary at first, but I promise you on the other side of the ladder, it's going to be better. You're going to look back and think, why didn't I do this sooner? So if you've got the itch, you've got the desire, I'm telling you that now is the time. Stop waiting. Don't think about it. Just do it. And everything is going to be better on the other side. Look, when I stepped out and I launched my company, I left that job at the Y, a $100 million YMCA. <laughs> that was the revenue that we did, and I was making a $50,000 salary at the time. Like, that is not something you just gently leave because my wife was a stay-at-home mom with our three kids. <laughs> so here I was. We had a mortgage that covered, probably took away probably like a third of my salary at the time, maybe a little less because, you know, you got to have a little less than that, I guess. But ultimately, I was barely getting by as it was, and I was stepping out, giving up the security of a job to step toward the unsurety of a destiny. And guess what? I did it. <laughs> and obviously, for me, I'm a faith background uh, grounded person and so for me I really do believe that it was the blessing of the Lord himself because three days after I started my company I got a call that would change my life and then I ended up landing several more contracts really really shortly in consecutive days and before I knew it I had made 50000 uh, or my salary at the Y was 50000 for the whole year. And so from January until I left, which was in August, that eight-month period, and I had roughly made two-thirds of that salary, you know, just two-thirds of that salary. Between August and December, I made $50,000, $50,000. So you can't tell me that if you don't hustle and if you don't apply all the traits and characteristics that I talked about today, and if you don't just have a general get it done mentality, that you can't make it. And the reason you can't tell me that is because I didn't listen to any podcasts. I didn't hear anybody talking. I wasn't reading any books. I just simply stepped out and I went for it and I did it. And I'll never look back again and say, you know what, that day was filled with regret. I'm always going to look back and say, that was the day that life made sense. So if you want life to make sense, this is your moment. This is it right here. Like, in fact, wherever you are, stand up and I want you to say four words. Repeat this after me. I 
can do it. I can do it. Say it again. Say it out loud. I can do it. Say it again. I can do it. Say it with conviction. I can do it. Yes, you can do it right now. Step out, launch your thing. This is the moment you've been waiting for. Don't wait any longer because if you wait until tomorrow, you're going to wait until another tomorrow and another tomorrow. Decide today that this is it. This is your moment. You're ready to step out and go to that next level. You're ready to start something that you've always dreamed about doing. Well, hey guys, thanks so much for listening and tuning in. I really hope this was helpful. Um, As I go through this journey myself, I'm going to continue to share everything that's gone on in my life that I think might apply to you, starting with all of this kind of stuff, leaving a life of freelance behind, launching your own business. It's so exciting. It's energetic. It's that you just come alive and so thank you guys so much for following for tuning in for believing in this for getting encouraged and encouraging me and ultimately for following your soul heart